So we, we have been asking questions. And I think one of the days when I was asking questions, the Holy Spirit showed me something that I've been sharing with us. Only showed me that you see, you have got it wrong. The world is not waiting for the manifestation of Christians. The world is waiting for the manifestation of sons of God. So I took I took a step backward. I said, excuse me, I think Christians are I said, the world, that's where my understanding of Christianity or Christian begins to emerge. Say, no, Christian is a religious social classification. Amen. Sons are men and women that possess characteristics of God. Hello. I don't want to go into all of that. But I mean, if you have been reading our devotion, I've tried, I tried to choke my head and came back briefly. Amen. I mean, have you read that devotion? Please don't call me a Christian. <laughs> it's just an intro. There are deeper things to come. But we'll be taking it gradually. Amen. So God told me that, look, it's not Christians. That we thought because we are just Christians, it's automatic. He's talking about sons of God. Amen. People that possess the characteristics of God. And then God began to ask me to, to, to watch. So I started looking around. People that were with me at that time, or without my peer or my age mate at that time, that had become somebody of significance are people at that time that had something. They had a dream. A clear-cut dream. A clear-cut vision. Amen? They had something definite. A lot of people were just nebulous. Hey, we are going to manifest. God made it. How to manifest what? To manifest who? What do you have to offer? A lot of Christians don't have anything to offer. Amen? They don't have a dream to offer. They don't have something significant to offer. There's nothing they are pursuing. Amen? There's nothing of significant import they are living for. They're just hoping, wishing one day will just manifest. Manifest as who? Or manifest as what? Everyone that has manifested, they manifested as something. Am I correct? Am I correct? Whether as a musician, as an artist, as a preacher, as a politician, whatever you do, there is something of import that you focus your mind on and you focus your life on that brought about your emergence, that brought about your manifestation. Praise God. I try to show us the story of a man who had no message, but who had skill, who had talent, but no dream. And I said, the irony of men without vision and dream, but with talent, is that their talent cannot deliver on anything. Amen? I show the story of that man. He had skill. He had ability. But no dream, no message. The king was supposed, a message was supposed to be sent to the king. And they sent somebody, said, no, let me go. They said, well, you don't have a message, but let me see go. Then they said, go. And he went. He outran the man with the message. But when he got there, he had nothing to offer. I said the tragedy of the, of, the, of the tree that Jesus caused was the fact that he had nothing to offer. It came out before his time. Bible said the time of it had not yet come. Hallelujah. But he manifested before his time. He had not taken time to work on, develop, and grow fruits and produce something. When you see any tree, what you are looking for is not the beauty of that tree. It's the fruit that that tree has to offer. And I say men People are looking for men with fruits. Men that have something to offer. Hallelujah. I say, therefore, the first characteristic of men, of sons of God, are men of dreams. Men of vision. And God himself was the God of dreams. This whole earth, the way we see it today, was a product of God's vision. 
was a part of God's dream. He dreamt it. He envisioned it. Hallelujah. When he envisioned it, he brought it to be. And that's why we are on earth today. That's why we have the stellar heavens and all the galaxies and everything. It was something God conceived in his mind that he produced. And I ask, what have you conceived in your mind? What is that dream that you live with on a daily basis? Sink or swim, go over or go under, broke or rich. There's this something you are carrying on the inside of you. There's a dream. Hallelujah. And I said, that's the first thing you must have. Anybody that must emerge must be a man or a woman that has something to offer. I talk about the importance of timing in vision and all that. I talk about the, the, the fig tree. The tragedy of the fig tree was that it went up before its time. When it has nothing to show. No fruits. Amen. Tell somebody I have fruit to show. Praise God. Fruits of your work. Bible says, let your light so shine before men. That they will see what? That they will see what? Your good works and do what? Glorify God. He's not talking about your good behavior. He's talking about your good product. Something, what you have to offer. Amen. A good work is like the aeroplane we all use. It's a good work. Sometimes when you when you board when you board the airline and then you look at yourself, wow, the thing lifts up. The journey that's supposed to take you ten hours took you just one hour, fifty-five minutes. You come down still kulele. You feel you come down feel, feeling relaxed. You're like, wow, the wonders of God. Amen. That's, I mean, that's the light that shines so much that men have seen the good work and they are glorifying God. Praise God. How many of you have read some book and you're like, wow. Men will see your good works. Your good work and they will glorify your father which is in heaven. Praise God. But then you must have a dream that you are pursuing. I will say the second thing for anybody, for the people that will manifest is faith. God is a faith God. Amen. Jesus said, he said, have the God's kind of faith. Can you please quickly go to Hebrews 11? And we showed us in Hebrews 11 that everybody that did something of significance, where they did it by faith, not by morality, not because we are judging or condemning or negating the place and the value of morality, amen? Hallelujah. But they did it by faith. One of the problems we have is that we thought because we are moral, automatically things will happen. Things happen on this earth by faith. The just shall do what? The just shall live by what? Not by morality. Now, my not emphasizing faith does not mean morality does not have its place. Amen. It's just that over time, we have overemphasized morality and we have neglected faith. And that's why we are all good and yet well behaved and yet no results. Do you understand? Then we'll go back and begin to bow down to those who have results in their lives. Can I have an amen? amen? Now, saying you must be a man of faith does not mean you should not also be a man of good moral standing. Do you understand? Can I have an amen? amen. You see, the, why, the reason why I'm emphasizing this over this is because for a long time, this has been overemphasized and has been seen as the key to everything. Morality is never the key to everything. Hallelujah. The Bible says it. The just shall do what? Shall live by what? By faith. Hebrews 11. Let's see. Now faith is the reality of what is hoped for. The proof of what is not seen. And we try to define faith. I don't want to decide it in the church way. I try to define faith as a personal conviction. A personal belief. Amen? Something you are convinced about. 
And everybody we saw in the Bible, they had a personal conviction. Praise God. Most of their personal conviction is based upon an information or knowledge. Hallelujah. So we say faith is actually a personal persuasion. That means it's personal. That means you can be persuaded about something and everybody around you may not be persuaded about it. Their lack of persuasion about it will not negate your own persuasion. So faith is personal. Can I have an amen? The faith of of um, okay, Rehab the Hallowed. The doubt of the city of Jericho did not negate her own faith. Praise God. So, you see, faith is not trying to convince everybody about you, around you about your personal persuasion. Can I have an amen? amen. That, is one, uh, that is one error. We think faith is trying to say, hmm, I believe I'm healed. I believe I'm healed. I believe I'm healed. You, believe, you think it's by the number of people you tell that you are healed. That there's nothing like that. I, it does not matter what they believe. It does not matter what they don't believe. Do you believe? If you have personal persuasion and conviction about that thing, irrespective of their belief, their lack of belief cannot negate your own faith. Can I have an amen? amen. If their doubt is still, negate, is still making your faith to shake, then your faith is not strong enough. Hallelujah. So we say all, everyone. So we say faith is conviction, personal persuasion about something. And I gave us some practical example. I say it, is, it takes personal persuasion in the unseen. Faith in what you believe on the inside and the unseen to make a man that is not an average student to drop out of Harvard University. He was not kicked out. But he had a dream. He had faith in his dream that he would put computer upon the table, upon, on the table of every, every American. Amen. He believed that so much enough that he doesn't, he, know that he doesn't need school to fulfill his dream. So he dropped out. That was an action of faith based on personal persuasion. And we said, faith is not just some lifeless thing. Faith is an action word. The proof of your belief is in what you do. Hallelujah. The proof of your belief is in what, what you do. You must have a corresponding action to what you believe. Bible says, we believe, therefore, I believe, therefore, I speak. So, my speaking is permissed upon my belief. Show me your faith without work, and I will show you my, my faith by my works. Jesus Christ, in several places, the Bible says, and, he went, and when he saw their faith, what was it they did? They demonstrated some series of action based on their conviction. Jesus called it faith. Do you understand? When he saw, when they were going to let the man, the leprous man down through the roof, they broke the roof. Bible said they wanted to enter through the door. They couldn't find a, a means to enter. They went to the roof and broke the roof and let the man down. And, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without works and I will show you my faith. I'll show you faith from my works. Uh -huh. You believe that God is one. You do well. Even demons also believe and they should have. Foolish man, are you willing to learn that faith without works is, is useless? Wasn't Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? The Bible tells us. Now, let's play this game or let's play this drama. There's a guy in your town or one of your uncle is looking for a, a, a child before you were born. It's, the, it's your grand uncle. You understand what I'm saying? You're looking for a child, and finally you got one. What do you think will happen to that child? 
he will be pampered. It's not that the man is rich. How many of you have seen this movie coming to America? They will pamper the boy. Different people will wash teeth for him. Do you understand? That's how the boy will be pampered. The boy will be with either his mom and his dad every time. Even yeah, they say, is that a headache? He's always, he's always, do you understand what I'm saying? He will say, eh. he said, what's, what's that? What's that? Doctor! He said, no, 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 it's just mosquito. He said, no, 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 let doctor, five doctors. The one that cure cancer, the one that cure malaria, the one, all of that should come. Praise God. But imagine that your grand uncle did not do that. Then he said he had God telling him to go and slaughter the son. What will you think? Ah, I know. Village people. Ah, these people that are following this guy have never stopped following him. Ah, they are following him. Praise God. But the Bible said Abraham knew that God was able to raise him from the dead. Bible says Abraham understood. He has come to the knowledge of God. The one that collect things that be not as though they were. He, gave, he gives life to the dead. Do you understand? He has an understanding about God. That God gives life to the dead. He said, no, if same God asked me to kill this boy. Remember, he has said, this is your son that I'm, I'm having covenant with. He has said, through Isaac, his covenant will be established. Amen? He's not saying that same as go and kill it. He said, oh, I know God. He's trying to show me some miracle. He wants to resurrect the guy. Do you understand? His faith was based on, on a personal conviction, which was reflected in his what? In his actions. Hallelujah. Are you with me this morning? It is not that you heard God. When you heard God, what you heard from God, what you believe God said to you, what action did he produce in you? Hello. That is when faith is parted. That's when you are actually walking in faith. That you heard God is not enough. But that you took series of action based on what you heard from God, that's faith. Hallelujah. So that's faith. Bible says, so wasn't Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? You see that faith was active together with his work and by works, faith was perfected. So scripture was fulfilled that that says Abraham believed God and was credited to him for righteousness and he was called God's friend. Praise God. So you see that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. In fact, there's something like called faith alone or believe alone. Believe has not entered faith until it produces a corresponding action in you. And in the same way, wasn't it Rahab, the prostitute, also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by a different way? Listen to me. Rahab risked her life. Not only her life, the life of her entire family. She put the, the king sent for her. She said, she told the king a lie. Because she believed that these people that, that are here, they are the real deal. Their God is the main thing. And I know if I align myself with these people, I'll be safe and secure. So she was willing to take risk. So we say faith is manifested. Your belief, you first of all have a personal persuasion. Personal belief in something. And that personal persuasion must be strong enough to produce in you a corresponding action. Are we together this morning? So we say men that must emerge are men of faith. Go back to Hebrews. You will see everything that happens happens by faith, not by age. Permit me to say not by grace, but by age. No, 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 no. I know that you don't like that expression, not by grace, because it's grace. It's by grace of God. 
Even faith, even grace is by faith. Amen? Faith, grace is what? By faith. So in order of importance, faith comes before grace. It is faith that releases what? Bible says it must be of faith that it might be by grace. So that the promise can become real to everyone. He said, for by it, for by what? That is by faith. For by it, our ancestors were what? Were approved. By what? By faith. They were what? They, were, they what? Approved. They emerged. They manifest. They became. They took form. They took shape. They delivered. Amen. By faith. The first ancestor on this road call was God himself. He said, but by faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what we seen has been made from things that are not visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain. By this, he was approved as a righteous man. Continue. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not experience death. Continue. Now, without faith, it's what? Impossible. Without faith, it's what? Impossible. Listen to me. Many of you that are trying to please God by morality. Morality, the primary person that benefits you. Now, faith, now, without faith, it is impossible. Listen to me. If it says it is impossible, that means it is impossible. And I'm sure you all want to please God, right? So we need to do it. How? By faith. Hallelujah. For the one who draws near to him must believe that he exists and rewards those who seek him diligently. Huh? Continue. By faith, Noah, after being warned about what was not... Listen to me. As snow has never fallen in Nigeria, right? By our knowledge of geography, snow will never fall in Nigeria, right? Then God appears to you. Listen to me. And God appears to you and say, prepare, because snow is coming. <laughs> that was what happened to Noah. Before then, there was no rain. There had never been rain. He did not even understand what rain was. I'm sure God must have described to him. God must have said, water will be falling from sky. Because there, there was no, there have not been the experience, so there was no word coined to express that uh, particular experience. Do you understand? So God must have explained to him that something, water will be falling. So God had to explain to him that water from heaven will be falling down. <laughs> Praise God. But we all know that it's raining now, right? So it's like God saying, snow is going to fall in Nigeria. You will laugh. If you tell anybody, they will laugh. You know, the moment I mentioned it, you all laughed. It took faith. It took a personal persuasion, a personal conviction that this thing I've been said will happen and therefore he took steps to prepare for what was coming. Though he had never experienced it, though he didn't know it, though nobody else believed in him. So we say faith is taking action based on your personal persuasion, based on your personal conviction about something you believe. Praise God. So without a corresponding action, you are not in faith. Faith is not speaking. It's much more. It's in speaking, but it's much more than just speaking. That's why we said anything. We, we, we see nothing, because our speaking is not premised upon our belief. There was a woman in the Bible. We all knew. We all know her name. The woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says this woman kept saying to herself, "If only I can but touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. If only." She must have said it long enough that it became a personal persuasion. So one day she risked everything, being under the law. If you, are, you have issue of blood, that is your menstruating, you are not supposed to be in the company of other, other human beings. Anything you touch becomes unclean. 
Amen. And if you decide to go in the midst of people, you know what, what is going to happen to you? They will ostracize you, probably kill you. Because you know and you willingly defile every other person. So she risked her life based on what? A personal conviction. Hello. Do you understand? What are you willing to risk? Based on what you believe. Do you believe something enough to risk other things? Do you have a persuasion on any dream? Enough for you to say, I'm resigning. How will you pay your bill? Say, don't, I don't even know. I don't even care. But I'm pouring the entirety of myself into this dream. Hallelujah. Do you have that? Not because I'm saying it to, but because you say, a pastor said it, so I'm resigning. Yaje. Last cancellera. You come and meet me, say, Pastor, you said we should resign. I said, I never said you should resign. What did I call it? Pasana persuasion. Amen. Say, join your faith with me. It's a religious expression. Does not have biblical standing. It's good for our religious whatever. Forget it. Does not have scriptural backing. And let me join my faith with you. Where is it written? Show me an, exa an example. Bible says, if two of you shall agree as touching anything, if two of you shall believe concerning one thing, it shall be done. So join your faith with me. Do I know your level of faith? Do I know what you believe? The Bible says, behold, these people are one. Until your faith is one, you cannot say, I'm joining my faith with you. <laughs> I don't know if it's this year or next year. One day, I'm taking a topic. <laughs> religious, religion, the bane of Nigeria. And I will list out every religious expression that has crippled the church and crippled us Christians that have no scriptural basis and backing. I'm telling you, we, we just so by faith everyone you admire everyone whose success story you admire look up here now everyone whose success story you admire everyone who's doing you admire are all, they all did it how? by faith whether in the secular or in the spiritual listen to and I told us that the word faith is not a religious thing is a universal principle that God has put here to govern this earth. That's why we have people that are not religious people and yet work in faith. I showed us two examples the other time. One example I showed was Rahab. She had no spiritual connection, no religious connection with God, but she had faith. Another one was uh, the, 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 the centurion. Amen? He had no, and Jesus said, I have not seen such a faith, not even in Israel. I have not seen such great faith, <laughs> not even in Israel. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. These guys were not religious people. So when we talk about faith, we think it's just within religious ambit. It's a universal principle that governs success on this earth. Can I have an amen? So if you therefore must emerge, if you therefore you must have success on this earth, faith is something you cannot do without. We all have faith to some degree. Hallelujah. Now, we said... This faith thing, how can I, as an individual, how can I develop my faith? 
Let me show you something briefly, and I believe God will give us understanding to it. Say amen. amen. Wow. Go to Mark's Gospel, chapter 9, verse 23. Mark's Gospel, chapter 9, verse 23. And then Matthew's Gospel, chapter 19, verse 26. Listen to this. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Can we sit down here a little bit? This is Jesus, the Son of God. The one that made the heavens on the earth and, and the earth himself. Listen to what he says. He said, if you can what? Believe. If you can what? Believe. If you can what? Believe. The guy said, if you are willing, you can heal my son. Jesus said, no. The problem has not been with God. The problem has been with man. The problem has not been with the willingness of God to do something in your life because you didn't even tell God anything before he made you. Hello? You didn't, dis- you didn't tell God before he made you a human and not a dog. That your good face. Did you negotiate with God? Say, God, give me a good face. That your gift and talent you have that came by naturally. Did you negotiate with God for, him, for God to give you? There are things in our life already that we can point to, to that is an expression of God's goodness to us. Can I have an amen? amen. So the problem has not been with the willingness of God to do. How many of us campaign and carry placard and send emissary to negotiate for the coming of Jesus to come and die for us? None of us did. So there's already on the side of God a willingness, right? When God made man, he said, I'll put you in charge. To do what? To dominate, to rule, to govern. To be a God here. Did we beg God or talk to God to make us that? So there's already something about the goodness of God towards us. Hello? There is already God's largeness of hearts. God's kindness towards us. God's willingness to show forth his praise in us. There's already a, an outlandish lavishness of God's grace towards us. Amen. The problem has never been with the willingness of God to do something good in your life. To give you a good husband. To give you a good wife. To give you a good job. To make you a success. To give you one. The problem has never been with God. The problem has only been what? With our belief. Hallelujah. So Jesus said to him, and Jesus is saying to what? To us now. If thou canst believe. How many things? Oh, come on. How many things? Does all things include that dream you have? Does it include that desire you have? All things include what? That thing. That dream you have. That desire you have that, ah, ah, if only I know somebody. If only I'm connected. If only I have this. If only I have that. All those big, beautiful dream desires you have that you wish if only. The only thing Jesus said you need to fulfill them is if you can believe. I want to show us something here and I want you to pay attention. Listen to me. Religion has made us less than what God has made us. 
the truth will liberate us in Jesus' name. The word of God is truth. And the truth of God's word will liberate us. Listen to what it is. I'm happy it was not Jesus. It was Jesus that said it, not any other person. Jesus, and he didn't say some things are possible for you. Did he say some things? No. Did he say most things? No. Did he say things you have the capacity to do? He says, all things are possible to him, man or woman, boy or girl, slave or free, educated or not. Belief is the key. Is the one that neutralizes everything. Is the leveler that all men, irrespective of their pedigree, irrespective of their where they are coming from, irrespective of their gifting or lack of gifting, your faith is what levels the ground for all of us. You may not the ground may not be level because somebody is connected more than you. Amen. The ground may not be level because somebody, but your faith brings you to the level ground that you can operate irrespective of who you know or who you don't know. What you have or what you don't have. Can I have an amen? amen? So Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believe. Right? Say, I'm a believer. I choose to believe. Therefore, all things are possible to me. Matthew 19, 26. He said, but Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men, with who? With who? With who? With men. This is impossible. But with God. I know a lot of religious people like this scripture. They prefer the scripture to the other one. Say, how can you say, how can you say all things are possible to me? The Bible says with men. With men, it's impossible. But with God. So what elevates man out of the realm of ordinary men and elevate him to the place of God. Listen to what he says here. Okay. Let me help us focus on, but with God all things are possible. Hmm? Focus on, with God all things are, with God all things are, with God all things are. Wow. We've not done it before. Jesus said, if thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believe. But Jesus beheld them and said to them, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Okay? Listen to me. It is not difficult. Can you pay attention here now? It's done. Fantastic. It is not difficult. Listen to me. It is not difficult for us to believe that with God all things are possible, right? But Jesus gave us a revelation, an insight. Amen. Remember, the word is waiting for what? Manifestation of what? Sons of God. We say sons are men and women that have the characteristics of God, right? Attributes of God, right? Jesus told them when he caused the fig tree, and they were amazed. He said, have the God kind of what? Of faith. Then we went to Hebrews. We We saw the definition of faith, and then we saw that everybody that did something of significance, they all did it by what? By faith. Now, Jesus is now telling us. He has told us that ye are what? Ye are gods. Right? Hello. Ye are what? Now, he has now told us an attribute of God that made all things possible with God. 
there's what an attribute of God that does what that makes all things what possible with God. It's not saying when you operate with that same principle, you elevate yourself to the level of God where all things become possible for you. If you have the mindset that ah, God is God, I'm just down here, you are missing the mark. God is up there, right? But down here, you are his son and his representative. You are supposed to live this earth like he lives in heaven to rule and reign. And the Bible, Jesus telling us the key to making all things possible for you and I is not just going to church. It's not singing, oh, single, single. Praise all, oh, single, single. Power, power, beyond the sky. Hey. It's not singing, oh, single, single. When I talk like this, I'm not condemning song. You know that I love song, but many of you, even some of you that sings. So I'm not condemning. I'm just putting things in proper perspective. Praise God. All things are possible to him that with God all things are all things are possible to him that with God all things are so what makes all things possible to him is belief. Is what? Is belief. Is what? Is belief. Is what? Is belief. Listen, Dio, don't get there. It's not believing God. Many people that don't great things, they don't believe in God. They just believe in their dreams. So Jesus is not saying all things are possible to him that believe in God, that believes. Do you understand? I know we like to protect this our religion. It's okay. It will take time for us to dismantle it. But we will by the grace of God. Because it has it's what that has limited us as a people. He never said all things are possible to him that believe in God. Peter's James said, You believe in God, even demons believe. And they should have. So, what have you done better than you believe in God? If you believe in God and you not believe in yourself, in your dream, you aren't going nowhere. Hello. You go to heaven. If you believe in Jesus, you go to heaven. The one you go to heaven. Just wipe away every tears from your eyes. Tears of the house you're supposed to live when you're living under the bridge. Say, ah! It is your faith. Listen to me. It is faith that elevates a man to the level or the realm of God. Now, many of us have problems with thinking, with us thinking to become like God. God doesn't have that problem with us. He doesn't. He made us after his image in his likeness. So why do you have struggle with thinking like a God? Do you understand? Why do you have that problem? Why can't you believe it? Why can't you accept it? As I round up, listen to me. Faith is what elevates you to be God here on earth. God wants you to be God here on earth. Where all things are what? possible for you. Jesus showed us a secret. Why I'm so happy was it was Jesus that made the two statements. So he was not in any way conflicting himself. He didn't say all things are possible for you. He said all things are possible to him that does what? That believes. He said with God all things are possible. Therefore, what elevates an ordinary man to the level of God where all things, to whom all things are possible for? 
is what? Is faith. Believe. When you have faith, when you believe, all things are positive for you. If you believe it, it will happen for you. Amen. No matter your pedigree, no matter your challenges in life, no matter your weaknesses, no matter, no matter what is lacking in your life, if you believe you'll be great, you'll be great. Every resources, financial, material, human, that you require to become great will gravitate towards you. If you believe you'll be rich, though your great-grandfather was broke, your father was bankrupt, everybody around you are all in debt, but you believe you'll be rich. Everything you need in life to be rich will gravitate towards you. Opportunities will come. You know what is attracting them? Your belief. You know what is attracting them? Your faith. Hallelujah. Your faith will gravitate towards you. Everything you require to fulfill that belief. That thing you believe in. So all things are possible. You have no limitation in life. Your limitation is your lack of faith. And your lack of faith is your lack of knowledge. Right knowledge. Right information. Praise God. Many of us, and we said, it's a pity I couldn't still go into it, but we'll get there one day. We said, how can we dare, therefore build our faith? This faith we are talking about is not a gift. It's not a talent. It's not for spiritual leaders. See, ah, I've had people, pastors, say, ah, say, you know that my faith is not, ah, I need to go and see the bishop. When I say the bishop, I'm not talking about bishop. I mean, in this world today in Nigeria, there are many bishops. Can, you, can I have an amen? amen? Say, I need to go and meet Bishop, you know, uh, so that I can walk under, under his grace. I can walk under his anointing. I can walk under his faith. There are many things we do in the body of Christ today. We practice that we don't have sound scriptural basis for. They sound nice. They sound good. But there's no scriptural basis for them. Hallelujah. If Paul was in Nigeria, at this time, he will still be under Barnabas. They will have told him, no, 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 you cannot. How can you argue with the man that showed you? Say no. You rebuke Peter. Peter, the pillar of joy. The man that saw Jesus Christ. The man that ate with Christ. The, man, the only man on record that walked on water. The only man. And you, you rebuke Peter. Woe unto you. You are, you are falling from grace. But why did Peter, why did Paul rebuke Peter? He rebuked him on the ground of biblical truth. He said, you are not doing well in this matter. Say what? You are not doing well in this matter. If you do like this, then what difference are you? This is what the word of God says. I am doing this one. That means somebody can be ahead of you. Come ahead of you. Start ahead of you. But not, be, not know as much as you do. Paul will still be under Barnabas. Listen to me. There are many people who are supposed to go far in life. But because of all this spiritual witchcraft that we have put in place, we have caged them. Just imagine Paul with the fear of, ah, this is my mentor, my father in the Lord. I have to, <laughs> so I cannot, I cannot do beyond what he has said. You know what? He will have followed Barnabas to India. I will have cut short his ministry just like the, the life of Barnabas was cut short. Amen? 
and the whole of Europe will not have known the ministry or enjoyed the ministry of, of Paul. Maybe today we will not be reading the books of Paul, the Pauline epistles. Do you understand? There are many young men and women whose life has been platooed or caged and sneaked out because of these unscript, unscript, unscriptural principles. Am I saying we should rebel against people? No. Listen to me. I have been advised at different times to do some things that the Holy Spirit had instructed me to do otherwise. And I follow the Holy Spirit. Those who advise me to do something else, when I did what I eventually did, ah, that's better. Do you understand? I was the one in it, they were not the one in it. Hello. So I was one that needed the instruction, not them. I could go, there's a need, there's a place for listening to older people. Hello. Bible says with wise counsel, make your work. It's a need that you can talk to older people, but it's a place where you have a personal conviction. You just know that you know that you know. You can't even explain it. But you just know within you. And they said, it cannot be done. Forge ahead with your dream. As I close, Henry Ford, the man that is reputed to be the inventor of the modern day automobile, met Thomas Edison. Before then, Thomas Edison was renowned globally as the greatest inventor of all time. The man that invented this uh, incandescent light bulb, bulb, electricity, and several other things. He had series of inventions to his name. Thomas, I mean, Henry Ford, as a younger man, who was starting out fresh in life, went and met him. Because if you must get inspiration, you should get inspiration for somebody who has gone ahead of you, right? Yes. So he met him, he said, my dream, like you've lighting America and the old world, my dream is to put affordable automobile on every American, in every American home. Thomas Edison told Henry Ford, it can never be done. He, said, he told him it's impossible. Is he a bad man? No. Is he a successful man? Yes. But Henry Ford left that place knowing that mm -mm, this thing is possible. He chose not to listen to what the renowned greatest inventor of all time told him. He chose to follow his personal conviction. Today, the rest is history. Today, his name is written as the man that invented the modern day automobile. There are many dreams you have. Some of you have some dreams you believe in. Somebody talked you out of it. Five years later, you saw somebody had done it. Three years later, you saw somebody have done it. And then you say, oh, 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 Don't give me that religious crap. Don't give me that traditional Yoruba crap. You goofed, you goofed. One of the best ways to learn in life and to make progress, when you have goofed, acknowledge you goofed and realign yourself. You find, you position yourself in a better place to be able to learn and start again. But when you give excuses, you know some people, they are your brother, if you say you didn't, you just give up on them. Say, but no, it's not, they say, they will give you a reason for this, but why, you didn't say, oh, you know what, even God said, look, hey, I know something better is waiting for me. No, that was good for you. You missed it because you messed up. Change your attitude. Change your behavior. Giving yourself those religious excuses and cultural explanations. Listen, failure of this scripture in your life does not mean this scripture has failed. It means you have not learned what you should learn. Many people will say, no, the Bible says, God a lot of people could say, no, 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 God, Jesus said with men, this may be impossible, but we got all this are possible. How can pastor say all this are possible for me? No, 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 no. 
the same Jesus that said with God, us are possible. Same one that says, us are what? But all things have not been possible for me. What can I do? What is missing? Then Holy Spirit, a gentle teacher that does not argue, will now come and show you your belief. Then you ask, how can I believe? But I believe. Yes, you believe in God. That's okay. You need to believe in the dream I told you. You need to believe in the idea I gave you. Say, but I love to believe in it, but I don't have connection. Don't worry about connection. Just believe in that dream. Do you believe? Do you think it can be done? Yes, I think it can be done. Then the Holy Spirit begins to bring you information to strengthen your belief. Other people that have failed, that have a worse situation than you and have achieved something. What is he doing? He's building your faith. For faith does what? Comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As God, the word of God is coming, as testimonies are coming, as inspiration stories are coming, gradually, you are beginning to what? If this guy can do it, I can do it. It's possible. I need to just start. I need to just believe. Your faith in yourself, in spite of all your challenges and your weaknesses, begins to what? Begins to rise. Begins to rise. Begins to rise. Your level of confidence begins to rise as well. Your conviction begins to get deeper. Your persuasion begins to get shorter. You say, I can't. You say, I can't. I can't. The can't. 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 cannot be American person. Don't you understand history? You say, I can't. You say, I can't. You get to a point where all the no's, all the, all the, all the, all the challenges, all the weaknesses, all the disadvantages disappear into nothingness because of the strength of your personal persuasion and conviction. And you begin to take steps. Hello. You begin to what? Take steps in line of your dream and step by step. Step by step. You don't get there the first day. Not the second day. Not the second week. Not the third month. Not the fourth month. But surely, as they rise it, you begin to grow. You're no longer where you used to be. Now you're registered the company. You have broken the jinx. Now you're beginning to believe. You're beginning to believe. Now you're going for tutor. You're going to learn how to do it. You go for lessons. Now you're beginning to be. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Then you begin to look for people who are doing the same thing and begin to look at their work. In no time, you will look back and see you've covered so much ground. And people will begin to celebrate your celebrity. Then you wonder, how did I get here from there? Hallelujah. Jesus will have told you, your faith, your faith has made you emerge. Your faith has brought you to lamplight. Your faith has brought you this greatness. Your faith! You know, if Jesus said, your faith has made you old, to people of this generation, they say, no, 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 it's not my faith. Though. No, 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 it's God's goodness. Some of us, we are more spiritual than Jesus Christ. No, you are not. You are just more religious. Sure, you know that if Jesus has talked, the way he talked to those people, say your faith has made you whole, to any of the Christians in the generation, just as say your faith has made you whole. They say, no. An aberration. No, it's not my faith. Though. Who am I? A righteous sinner like me. It is you. It was Jesus that said, it's your faith. So Jesus is not saying, it's my power. It's your faith. Your faith tapped into my power. Amen. My power without your faith is useless. But my faith, your faith, in spite of my power or lack of it, is powerful. Remember that woman that Jesus was not willing to heal? Her faith made Jesus broke his word, not broke his plan, and he healed her. Remember the Syrophoenician woman? Said, go and chase this woman away. 
Say, I cannot give what belongs to children. He said, even children, even dogs, each crumb that fall from the master's table. Jesus said, your, go. Your faith has made you whole. There's a way your faith will weaken God. It sounds like, to a religious mind, that's, that's blasphemy. God, Genesis 11, God came and saw men building power. God said, nobody can stop these people. God acknowledged, admitted that these people have chosen to do this. Thing. Nothing can stop them. They have fulfilled all the necessary conditions. The, they are working all the necessary universal principles that I set. He said, even me. So God came and did something. <laughs> Amen. God had to do something. Do you understand what I'm saying? Listen to me. You as a child, you as a, as a man, you are powerful. As a child of God, you are limitless. It is religion that has held us in bondage. Not God. Not the scripture. And the more of Bible you read, and the Holy Spirit keeps breathing upon it, the more liberty you experience. The more freedom you see. Amen. Say, I'm a man of faith. Listen to me. You can deliberately grow your faith in a particular area. Let's assume you are believing God for healing. You can grow your faith towards healing. You know how? Be hearing everything that has to do with healing. Because faith does what? Comes by hearing, right? Get all scriptures that have to do with healing. Be listening. Be hearing them. As you do, your faith for healing begin to grow. Begin to grow. It will get to a point you get you the, the, the bubble will burst. You just know I'm healed. Amen. You just know you want to have faith for success in life. Go through all the scripture that talk about success. Gather success stories, both church and secular. Men that broke through every challenges and succeeded. And you know your case is not different. Amen. And as you begin to listen to it, begin to inspire you. Begin to grow your you, your belief in yourself begins to grow. Begins to grow. Begins to grow, begins to grow, begins to grow. It may not show in the beginning, but as you begin to grow, something begins to take place. You begin to take action. You begin to take action towards that, that, that dream of yours. Yeah. Okay, let me begin to look for. I need to employ, I need to, I need to, I need to learn how to do it. I know I can I can be one of the greatest makeup artists in the world. Okay, okay you know what? Let me go and let me go for training. I don't have money to go for training. They ask you, I need money, I need money, I need money, I need money. What about YouTube? Say yes. I can check on YouTube. Begin to draw on YouTube. Begin to learn. Say you need somebody to practice with. Then you have your small sister. You come here. Come here. Then you begin to use them as, as there are things around you you can use to grow whatever your dream you have. Do you understand what I'm saying? But if you are, if you don't believe in it, you cannot even see opportunities. Opportunities surrounds us from about. But our lack of faith is blinding us from it. In 10 years time, there will be people in this place that the place where we have seen their name will be on the pages of paper. The place where we have seen their faces will be on television screens. There will be people here. Their names will be upon the lips of all men that don't know them today. You know why? There are men and women who have come to believe in the possibility of their dreams. So they emerge. Hallelujah. I was sharing a story with my wife about Walmart. How many of you know Walmart? 
is the foremost retail outlet in the world. When Sam Walton started Walmart, he started out the way those malam used to sell Wusiwosi outside. I had the book. In fact, I was reading about another story when they mentioned that story and somebody quoted that book. I left what I was doing. I drove all the way from my house in Lugwe to Slobo Galeria to go and buy the book. The book was not cheap. It was expensive. I think I bought it that time about 3000 or 4000 I can't remember. But it was more precious to me than anything. Praise God. I devoured almost half that same day. I read the story of how he started out selling wasi wasi. How many of you know what this called wasi wasi? You don't know what. <laughs> okay, you know those these outside people that used to sell things outside. The way they started out, sweets, uh, chewing gum, biscuits. That's what you know old people call wasi wasi. You know, I grew up with my grandmother, so I have those old expressions. That was how Sam Walton started. He was, he was a graduate. He was supposed to be doing something else. But per chance, after he went to serve in the military, he came back and per chance he worked with somebody. And then he saw a possibility and a dream in this retailing business. So he went into it. Started gradually. Started gradually. I'm going to be sharing with you some other things you need about from vision and faith. Other your vision and faith, there are other things I'll be sharing with us. Amen. Praise God. Then he started out. Today, Sam Walton, I think he died about a couple of years ago, but he went on to be the greatest retailer the world has ever known. Listen to me. It is not in the prestige of your business. It's the depth of your dream. Hello. It's not in the prestige of your career. It's the depth of your dream. Who tell, tell, tell us that a man selling was worthy can become a great man in life. As we're driving out today, I saw the security man opposite my house. I knew when that man took stick, wood here and there and knocked it together and made a table. He put a net, a net around it. Started selling, uh, I was going to say madara, started selling milk, selling sugar, selling all those small things. If you go there now, you will see a skeleton of items. But give him one year, two years, three years, you will understand the power of faith and consistency. You will grow in grace. Your dream will grow on the inside of you. Every material you need to build your faith, I command it to come your way in Jesus' name. Every material you need to develop your faith to the point of giving birth to your dream, I command it your way in the name of Jesus. I command godly, inspiring relationship around you. In the name of Jesus, I draw around you books that will help you your faith to grow. Messages, stories, programs that will elevate your faith in Jesus' name. And deepen your conviction in the name of Jesus. Some of us will believe in something, but our conviction is not deep enough. Some of us will need our conviction to become different. God will send you circumstances that will deepen your conviction. You will chance upon things that will turn your life around. That will make you to believe in the power of your dream. You will get a job. And you will discover how the man that owned the job did it. And you discover that you, are a be- you have a better start than him. You will resign. And go and pursue your own dream. Amen? Honestly, some of us, if you can see the, the greatness of our dream, we will resign where we are. 
Now see how they started. My wife is a very good story. Though the story is still in the making. But I'm grateful to God that we're all part of it. Listen to me, for more than a year, we're waiting to start bakery. More than a year. After a while, she went to learn how to, she could bake cake, but she went to learn how to bake bread. She went to, to learn. Set her home again for another nine, ten months. You know what she was waiting for? Money. Many of us are like that, that man by the pool of Bethesda, waiting for the turning of the water by the angel. We're waiting for a move of God. Hey! Faith does not wait for a move of God. Faith moves God. You know when you say things like that, you don't like it. But there are several times in the Bible that faith of people have moved God to act. Abi, Jesus was not ready to go, was not ready to heal the, the, the woman with the issue of blood. But I faith did what? Made a hole. Don't be afraid. Look, I'll be saying this offensive statement that is offensive to your religious sense. One day it will die in Jesus' name. Faith. When men are waiting for the move of God, a man of faith with his faith moves God to act. Ah, oh, Your faith can move God to act. Amen? So why don't you develop your faith? Work on your faith. Grow your faith. And your faith will deliver to you in Jesus' name. Lift your hands and give you thanks. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. I give you 